What is up, everyone? Ducky O'Brien here, and welcome to episode 12 of the Pointy Flatcast. So today I'm just gonna go over something simple. I don't think a lot of people go over it, but it's basically my process on making a video or a piece of content. Just thinking of YouTube videos in general, but it could be applied to anything like Twitch streams. So the first thing that I start off with is an idea. So it's really important. I know that seems very basic or very obvious, but it's like, what is my idea or thing that I want to get across for this piece of content I'm creating? Uh, so like, let's say for a stream, what I was doing was you can't, you can just play the game aimlessly. Uh, that that will work too, but it doesn't really get you an audience. But if you have a goal, uh, it will do a lot better. So my goal was trying to explode 40,000 units of hydrogen simultaneously. So that hasn't been done yet. I know people have exploded more than that over a period of time, but to explode 40,000 units of hydrogen in one go hasn't been done to my, to my knowledge at least. Um, it's really hard on your PC, so <laughs> it'll probably just crash the game. I know you can do it in creative mode, but this was before creative mode came out. So I had a long stream, long series of streams where over the course of a couple months, I was trying to figure out how to do this and I ran into a lot of problems. But yeah, like people kind of, when they came back, they knew what I was doing and they appreciated that I had a goal and I was sticking to it. So when people see that there's a direction or like a reason for you streaming, they're more likely to connect with it. And for YouTube, when you make a video, you got to have an idea of like, what is the purpose of this video? Or what am I trying to do here? Whether you're making a vlog, whether you're making a guide video or anything, you should always have a general idea to work off or a general direction, vision. After that, you take that and you write a rough script. So when you're making a YouTube video, obviously you need a written script. If you're really good at talking without a script, go ahead, don't write one. But I would still recommend writing one because you want to organize your ideas. You don't have to go off the script, but basically when you write your ideas down, you can see the general flow and direction of where you want to take your piece of content. When you have that, you can tweak it. You know exactly what to film. You know exactly what to record. You know exactly what you need and they'll make it so much shorter and more streamlined when you make your piece of content so for example when i'm doing my twitch stream i'm collecting the 40,000 units of gas i had to break down what my objectives were and what i was going to do each day and if i do that then i have a clear-cut goal i can explain to people dropping in what's happening i can make a highlight video and like i know exactly how to segment that video when I'm making a YouTube guide video, let's say, and uh, what's the most recent one I did? The No Man's Sky Synthesis Update. I look at the patch log and then I pick out what I think is important, for me at least as a No Man's Sky player, and then I write a script. So I'm not like stuck there saying, um, or like something like this, or like, I'm just trying to explain the update, it's not gonna come out clearly. And one thing, one reason why you want to have a script is that for content like that, like a guide video or any kind of content, you don't want to waste a person's time trying to fumble around with words or like trying to think of what to say. If you know exactly what you're saying, then it's going to be short and concise and people will appreciate that. So there are formats where people don't want that, like playthrough videos where 
I don't know, for some reason, people just want to watch gameplay. You know, you even have to commentate on it, but like, they want to hear someone talk in the background. They're not really paying attention to it, and they just want that for a long time like 40 minutes, hour, maybe more. That'd be crazy. <laughs> but yeah, again, so like, have a general idea, write a script. This is where your writing ability comes into play because you have to understand your audience. And you have to format your words in such a way where it makes sense to your audience, right? If it doesn't make sense, if it's too convoluted, if it's too, it's not smooth enough, it's going to kind of detract from the experience and people will just stop watching. So here we have that idea, the script, then what you do is you record the script in one take. So I don't recommend recording your voice in separate sessions, the reason being the distance from the microphone changes the volume, the cadence at which you speak, the speed at which you speak, the tempo, all these subtle nuances will change when you record at a different time. Even like 10 minutes later, it's going to change if you do something else in between. So I highly recommend taking your script, reading, reading your script, and recording it in one take. If you make mistakes, obviously do retakes, but I'm talking about don't stop recording record your voice in one take because if you don't it's going to sound different and people will notice if it's too different uh, i'm guilty of that where i need to fix stuff and i just drop in a retake or re-record reshoot whatever you want to call it and it's noticeably different uh, that's where like a little bit of background music can kind of help hide that or some background sounds from the games you're playing Whatever it is you're trying to create, you can kind of mask it a little bit. But yeah, uh, for voiceover stuff, record it in one take if you can. If you're trained, then doesn't matter. But I am not trained, so I noticed that it's more natural. And uh, sound just sounds better and more consistent when you do it in one take. That's another thing is, since voice is so important, if you're not on camera yourself and it's just your voice, make sure that your take is good. If it's not good re-record it make it as best as you can uh, if there's any mispronunciations like a little bit of stutter try to reduce that as much as possible because people are listening to only your voice pretty much the gameplay footage is in the background anyways after that you drop that into your editing software and now you know exactly what kind of video scenes that you need so you play the game or you look at previous footage that you have and you just like put it, you just drop it in roughly and then you fine tune the editing. And one of the things you can do is basically have your voiceover, right? Carry over and then change the scene after you start talking. It's like a basic trick you can do that a lot of documentaries do and all of that. But yeah, if you have more tips, you can hit me up or just watch videos that you'll like and you can see that there's a lot of tricks that people do to kind of make transitions more smooth. I'm not really good at it, but you know, I'm getting a little bit better, but I feel like I'm in a place where I'm comfortable with my skill level and my learning process. So the, there you have it. So you have an idea, write a script. This is very important. You can edit the script, right? You can see, cut out things that are unnecessary. Uh, if things don't seem to make sense, put more information there. Uh, make it smooth, make it flow well, then record your script. Do your voiceover, and then after you have the voiceover, make sure it counts. Uh, do it in one take, not one take, but like one session. Uh, make it count again. Make it sound as best as you can. It's not going to be perfect. And then 
take your footage right record the gameplay according to your script i have it up on my second monitor if you don't have one just print it out write it down in a notebook whatever do, do a recan and when you have the script in front of you then you know exactly uh, what kind of footage you need and how long it needs to be roughly based on you just reading the script inside your head that's what i do so i, I read the line of dialogue i'm like this scene has to last 10 seconds blah 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 i'm gonna hit I'm coming up to the point where I need a transition. What can I use? So again, having that script really helps. If you want to go advanced, you can do storyboarding, but I don't think it's as necessary. Uh, the script, written script does help a lot. Again, so after you drop in the gameplay footage, edit it as best you can, uh, make it as smooth as you can, and then that's it. And basically, there you ha there you have it. You have a video. And then you release it and then what you do after you release the video is you got to come up with a, a good title that's optimized for the platform that's going to get results for what you made if you do clickbait stuff you're going to get downvoted by the algorithm basically they're going to look at it and be like ah people aren't watching your content thumbs down but yeah like have a thumbnail that's catchy uh i really hate youtube thumbnails because they're just it's just clickbait everything is clickbait and I don't know. I don't like it, but you don't have to do that. If there's artistic merit to what you're making, I believe people will click on it because they look at clickbait stuff and they hate They hate it. They hate themselves for clicking on it, but more importantly, at some point, they're going to get tired of it and they just want honest content and that's where you come in, right? You make content that's honest, doesn't waste their time, that's not clickbaity, and I think people will appreciate that. Your audience will grow at a slower rate but honestly, those people that stick with you will genuinely appreciate what you're doing and you won't have like a fickle group. They'll just drop you on the fly for another person. Okay, so another thing that I wanted to go over was how to use YouTube analytics or analytics in general to help you make better videos. Uh, I had to pause recording there for a second because I'm really tired and I forgot what I was going to talk about. And uh, yeah, but... <laughs> That's another thing. I drink a lot of caffeine today. I'm super hyper but tired at the same time. I don't recommend doing it. But I'm also releasing this episode a little bit late because I was building my new PC. I'm going to include a picture of that as the album art cover. But I'm hyped. I spent a lot of money on it. Uh, and I'm not rich, so I'm going to have to figure that out. But anyways, excited, hyped. Anyways, <laughs> back to the main point, how to make videos. Uh, how to use analytics so this is how you use it basically what's valuable is the the view time curve so you're gonna see on YouTube there's gonna be a trending trend graph for basically when people leave your videos and you can see a couple of things so YouTube itself gives you a handy guide but if there's a sharp drop that means that people don't like whatever you put at that point if there's a sharp drop at a certain point, let's say three minutes into the video, you got 80% of the people watching, and all of a sudden it drops to 30% at, at a minute three. That means somewhere along that time, three minutes in, something's there where people just leave the video. They could be bored, uh, they could be turned off, anything, whatever you put in there. So take a look at your video around there, and you'll see why people leave. Now, I wouldn't use analytics as be-all, end-all because it depends on what kind of audience you want. So you can either build your content 
based on the analytics and just you're making content that the audience that you have now wants to see and that might not be the best scenario because if you're making content that you don't want to you'll burn out so one example is i know a guy he runs a youtube channel and he doesn't like making college stuff he doesn't like making college videos this guy is super artsy but that's that's his main audience is college students and high school students trying to get into college they want to see that kind of content so he has two choices here he can either make that stuff and get more views and get a higher average view time or he can risk making content that he wants and less people will watch it but the people that do will stick around for anything he makes because they genuinely like him as a content creator and this guy is genuinely talented he's a very artistic guy a very well spoken um he can make emotions very relatable through words as well and that's not it like there's a lot he can do but anyways they're just interested in college stuff and that's not what he wants to do so he can go two ways once you go down the rabbit hole where you're just making content for your audience that you have now you're just going to be stuck there because if you go outside of that you're going to lose all your viewers so you have to make that choice early and i think it's more valuable to make content that you genuinely want to make and throw in a little bit that will get more audience, more viewers, whatever you want. Just sprinkle those in for your own growth, but genuinely stick to content that you want to make. Otherwise, you're going to burn out as a content creator. Unless you're only seeing it as a job, which is not a bad thing. Right? Like, people bash that, but like you work a job because you need to make money. That's just, just it. There's, why is that a bad thing? <laughs> right? But anyways... Yeah, so for me, I make content that I like. I do a lot of videos that I know aren't the best, that aren't the most watchable, that aren't in demand, but I genuinely want to do it. So like my Atomic Chef playthroughs, my guides, my No Man's Sky videos, my playthroughs for that. Um, Yeah, like even my Assassin's Creed 3 videos. I'm not making it to get views. I make it because I like the game. And I like playing it. I like recording it. I hope that it brings more exposure for the games, like genuinely do. And so more people find out about it and, and play it. But yeah. So basically, though, back to the analytics curve. If there's a huge drop, that means that something along that time frame, it's turning viewers away from your video. So take a look at that. So another thing, if there's a small dip, uh, it, it, that's that's kind of normal you'll you'll see that people will generally leave your video as time progresses no one watches the whole thing uh so for one of my most watched videos only about 40 percent made it to the end i think that's pretty good if you ask me it's like an eight minute video people have a really short attention span so like a general decrease a general slope downwards that's normal don't worry about it another thing is if you see a spike upwards or spike above 100%. That means that people are coming back to rewatch that part. So when you see that, go look at your video. It's going to show you the time frame, the time stamp of when that happens and just look at that point in your video and see what's causing people to come back and rewatch that point in time because that'll give you an idea of what your audience wants to see. So basically, combine these analytical skills and you can avoid things that people don't want to watch and you can focus on things that people do want to watch and you have to look at it objectively uh i know when you make content that you put a lot of effort into it 
and you want to think that it's perfect and that everyone should watch it as is that's not how it is with art all right uh, if you don't consider it art whatever you're making something for others to consume it's not up to you you can't tell people that it tastes good when it tastes like garbage right everyone says it tastes like garbage uh, it's not up to you so there's a certain point where even though you're doing what you like you might have to change a little bit of it uh, for your audience because you have a symbiotic relationship with them as a creator you can you'll never feel validated unless someone else likes your artwork at least one person if no one likes it then it's very sad it's a very sad feeling <laughs> but yeah there you have it you can use those uh, sort of analytics you can go even deeper and kind of look at where the traffic's coming from you can see your age group your the countries that your people are viewing it from uh, the search words that they use uh, where the traffic comes from either they search for a search term they looked at it from your channel page they looked at it from an end card you can see all of that and kind of use that information to help yourself so for me personally end cards don't really do anything about like one percent of my traffic comes from there but that's one percent that i didn't get so i always include end cards um you can also look at where most of your subscribers come from in terms of like which video brought you the most subscribers so you can look at that stat and be like this video got people subscribing to me what it's different from a video that i made where it got no subscribers and you can focus on that as well so breaking down the analytics is incredibly handy it's a tool though it's not a be-all end-all in the end trust your gut feeling uh, make content that you want to make focus on the art of creating all right uh, what brings you joy and happiness like make what you want um, always strive to improve as well whatever you're doing if you're making videos learn how to uh, edit it better learn how to narrate better if you're acting on film if you're making a vlog like always learn how to improve step by step like learn like always learn something new don't just sit there and do the same thing over and over again uh, like slowly try to learn a new skill a new technique apply it see how it works or not always try something new always try to learn something as well always try to better what you already know don't just sit there and do the same thing over and over again so one thing that bothers me so much is i see small-time content creators complain about the platforms there's like this guy on Twitter complaining about how unfair YouTube is. And it blows my mind because YouTube is probably the best platform for discoverability compared to everything else. It's not perfect and it doesn't it definitely doesn't help you if you're starting off or if you're a small channel. Guarantee it. I don't care what YouTube says. If you're partnered, if you're making them more money, the algorithm favors you. This is a fact. There's so many people who got demonetized and their view count drops because the algorithm stops favoring them. It's not the content that drops them. It's literally they just got demonetized. So don't give me that VS where the algorithm favors people what they want to watch. I messed up that sandwich. I was going to say sandwich there. I messed up that sentence there. The algorithm forces content to people uh, to a certain degree. It can't force too much. Otherwise, people will be turned off by it and not watch it. But yeah, they do it because monetized content gets pushed over non-monetized all the time. Anyways, going back to it. So I watched this guy's videos. And it's the same thing. It's playthrough videos. It's like reviews. And the thing is, 
the quality is not there and he doesn't do anything different. He keeps making the same type of content over and over again and he expects people to watch it. And that's 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 a, oh that's so bad as a content creator. Like if no one's watching your content, it's because it's probably bad. I'm just stating the truth here. It could be that it's good and you just don't know how to make it more visible. That's that's highly likely. But like if you're learning how to make content that's sort of watchable that or has value to the viewer, um, what I mean by that is it's educational or it's entertaining, right? Or it's helpful. Like in some way, it, it provides value to the person consuming your content. Then you will get growth. It might be very slow. You're gonna get that growth though. So like, I always tell people, when you want to start out making content, make guides. That's the easiest way to get a little bit of growth in the beginning. Because if you make something that helps people, they're gonna appreciate that. They're not gonna subscribe to you. <laughs> they're not gonna comment or anything. But like, they'll appreciate they got help. And if you make a lot of good guides. They're going to come back to you because you're going to become an authority, a source on information that's reliable, that's concise, that treats the, the consumer and the viewer with respect, and your main goal is to help them. And if they see that, they're going to appreciate that, and they, you might get viewers in the long term. It's the soft sell, right? So when I, when I see people like this, they don't change, they don't learn anything, their webcam sucks, like the quality is just too low. It's not the platform's problem at that point. It's yours because like even if the platform, let's say, promoted you for a full month, no one's going to want to watch your content because it's not good. I tried watching it and it was it was not watchable. Just the quality in general, the video quality itself was not that great. So yeah, like you got to be able to step back and just look at your content and realize that yes, there can always be improvements made. You can always learn a new skill. You can better skills that you have. Combine that with analytics, and you kind of have a direction of where you want to head. Uh, one important thing is always do one skill at a time if possible. Uh, don't try to learn too many things at the same time. You'll go crazy. Try to understand one thing. You know, really struggle with it. Uh, you're not gonna get it perfect the first time through for me it always takes at least three times before i start to understand how to use something how to apply something how something works at the minimum three times whatever it is so always try it out like if you fail that's okay it's on you're on the road to get better and this is kind of similar to artists creating work where most of their artworks are garbage like the pieces that are considered masterpieces they're in the vast minority um not every painting that someone did was considered a masterpiece. There are a lot that people don't want <laughs> that had no value whatsoever. But in the process of creating, you're going to create something great. And that's why it's a little bit rough because people expect everything you release to be a masterpiece. That is not going to be the case. So this is a scenario where the people watching have to understand that this is a process and if you support the content creator, uh, in the content creator is generally trying to get better. They're going to eventually reach that place. But it's going to be really hard if no one's going to support them. If they don't support people who are already perfect, right? And that's really unfair because most of the content 
uh, creators, they don't get supported directly by the people consuming their content in the most cases. It's through ad revenue or sponsorships. So you're not, the people consuming it aren't even paying money for it, right? So it's really hard when we're expected to be perfect and produce perfect content that will please everyone and do it for free. Um, just mentally and emotionally, it's very exhausting. So like just dropping in and saying you know something supportive, like genuinely, if you genuinely want to support a content creator, saying something positive would help a lot. It would help so much. I get that a lot, so I'm really appreciative of the people that are in my community because they're so nice. <laughs> if, if they don't like something, they tell me, and I'm okay with that because I want that. I want honest feedback. That's valuable. But there we have it, just to recap a little bit. So for the process of making content, again, it's not I'm not giving you exact details. Just take the abstract idea and apply it to your own because you can apply it to anything. Have an idea, right? This is important. Have a vision for something. Have a direction that you want to go for for a piece of content. You can make it funny. You can make it informative. You can have a stupid goal where you want to paint memes and ask near. You can do that if you want. Whatever it is, have a goal, stick with it, right? And then write a script. Basically, break down what are the necessary steps to achieve the goal that I want to do. If you break it down into goals, you can you can understand what you need to do, what you need to buy, what you need to acquire to achieve those goals. You can set up a timeline, a budget. You can make it work, right? The script is necessary for anything that's voiced over. And then you take that, and then you... You execute on it. Execute order 66. <laughs> you read your script. If it's just for YouTube videos, uh, you re- do your recording in one session, all right? If you don't, it's going to sound really off. It's going to be jarring. The tempo, the volume of the voice, it's going to be different. Do it in one session. Anyways, after you do that, uh, you you kind of have a foundation of where to go. Like you look at that, you look at your script, you look at um, your goals, your outline, your storyboard, whatever it is, you understand what piece of content needs to go where and you can record your gameplay footage very effectively where you don't have to record yourself playing a game for a couple hours and break that down. You can literally record the moments that you want for a piece of video that's scripted because you know what kind of footage you need. Not only that, you can make your video better by kind of picturing your script, what it'll look like in video format, and understanding where you're going to need transitions and what kind of possible transitions you can use. It'll be a lot smoother in the overall process. Trust me on this. Try it out. Just get, you know, put some effort into it, put some practice into it, see if you like it, see if it works for you. Uh, everyone's different, but for me, it works the best because. I understand what kind of footage I need and where where the footage goes. So editing is a lot it's a lot easier. All right, after that, you just you can figure out the music, the tone of the video, the thumbnail, the title that comes later, the increased exposure. You upload that. And after that, after it gets views, you just keep an eye on analytics for general like trends, all right? It might give you some tips or ideas on how to better make content or at least retain an audience or get more viewerships more viewership again don't use it as a be all end all it's just there's a general tool tip general help general guideline 
it's not the be all end all so again if you look at the the view time graph on YouTube if there's a sharp decline it means whatever happened at that timestamp is causing people to leave so check it out see what it is uh, it could be you coughing it can be you uh, just talking too long for me it's like I put a graph on the screen and I just talk people lose interest immediately even though I want to provide information of value to the viewer people don't want that they want to be entertained or uh, be given the information more casually so don't have something static on screen always have something moving so I learned that I'm trying to do that less uh, yeah if there's a small dip that's normal if there's a uptick that means people are coming back to watch that portion if there's a small dip it means they're skipping that portion they're just not you're not losing them if it's a small dip because it goes down and goes back up right it just means they skip that part so again if there's a small dip go back to that place see what they're skipping and probably find it boring all right cut that down to a shorter time frame if there's an uptick that means they're going back to watch that portion again so again look at that timestamp and then look at why people are coming back to that piece of content. That timestamp, right, is valuable because it lets you know concretely what they're looking at, right? You can go back to that timestamp in your video. You understand what they're looking at or what they're skipping or why they're leaving. All right, just put all of that together and you kind of understand how to make content and improve on it and get more viewers. So. Yeah, the platforms do have problems, let's be real, uh, but it's still doable. It just takes a lot of work. Leverage social media, leverage everything you can to get more impressions, and always make genuine content. Try to provide something of value to the consumer. If you provide something valuable to someone, they're going to consume it because you're giving them value for free, basically. Or, or you know, exchange for watching ads, whatever it is. If you always think about the consumer's point of view and you try to give them as much value as you can make at the at this point in time, uh, you're going to have growth. Guarantee it. It might be slow growth in the very beginning, but if it's something of value, you're going to see growth. All right. That's it for today. Uh, I've been talking on and on. Hopefully this has been helpful to you guys. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email me at pointyflatcast at gmail.com or you can always reach me on Twitch. I am Ducky O'Brien on Twitch. My YouTube channel is Archivers. If you type that in, you'll see my channel. I have a Twitter. I don't really use it that much, but Sturda Purgogi is S-T-I-R. T-H-E-B-U-L-G-O-G-I Alright, it's a Korean thing. I'm trying to use it more. Twitter is incredibly powerful in terms of getting you impressions. You'll get a lot. Uh, I got like a, I think a thousand for one of my tweets. And that would cost you a couple dollars, you know? <laughs> Depending on the platform. I'm using Facebook as well. Facebook is super hard to understand. I'm trying everything and whatever I learn, I'm, I'm willing to share with you guys because it's really rough and I wish someone would help me out as well. So I'm trying to put whatever I learn out there. I uh, may or may not be helpful, but hopefully it helps someone out there. All right. On that note, thank you guys for dropping in and listening. I really do appreciate it. 
if you got any questions, comments, or things you would like to see or hear, I shouldn't say see, uh, please feel free to comment. Um, I don't think I have it on my Pinecast, but they do have comments in all the podcast repositories. But yeah, just feel free to email me. Uh, you can reach out to me. I'm willing to respond and help out. You can tweet me. You can message me on tw- uh, Twitch, on YouTube, whatever you want. I'm on Mixer, <laughs> Archivers. I'm on Facebook, Ducky O'Brien there as well. Uh, I'm on Instagram, Daily Life Academy. It's, I'm, I'm everywhere, all right? I'm willing to help anyone uh, the best that I can. Yeah, anyways. Again, I can't say thanks enough. All right, this has been episode 11 of the Pointy Flatcast. Thank you so much for... Oh, it's episode 12? I am really tired. <laughs> I'm signing off. Thank you so much. Catch you guys next time.